With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The annual RCIPS Operation Winter Guardian comes to an end today. Uh, we concluded the year with um, what I thought was minimal uh, major incidents throughout the month. Um, no fatal accidents. Royal Cayman Islands Police Service Media Relations Officer Jody Ann Powery there on Radio Cayman's Talk Today. She says the operation was a success. It's very difficult for us to prove um, successes where prevention is concerned. Sure. Um, but I think that that alone speaks for itself. Ms. Powery said like last year, the public can expect to see police engaging in different ways with the community. Throughout the year, what we've done is... Um, We've looked at what was trending um, and trending in terms of um, were burglaries up. And if that is the case, then that means that um, where prevention is concerned, do we need to um, place more officers in our communities to do high visibility patrols, that kind of thing, um, to um, set up neighborhood watches? Does the community policing unit, does that need to, um, do we need to task? them with specific things for prevention or if it was robberies that were up then does it mean that we need to um, put on crime prevention workshop for our businesses. Ms. Powery reminds the public that crime prevention is everyone's concern and says the police are looking forward to the public's cooperation in the new year. A wanted man who turned himself into authorities last week appears in court this morning. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks reports. In late December, police appealed for the assistance to locate two men in connection with burglary offenses. Anastasia Rankin was one of the men, but turned himself into authorities at the Fairbanks Detention Center on the same day. Mr. Rankin appeared in summary court via video link today, appearing from the detention center in hopes of applying for bail. But the magistrate remanded him in custody as the public prosecution's office works to verify a place for him to stay if bail is granted. Defense attorney Parathna Bodden of Samson Law tells the courts her client received permission from his sister to live at her residence. Mr. Rankin is expected to return to court tomorrow for the bail hearing and to answer to the charges. Chevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The second wanted man, Roland Welcome's whereabouts are still not known. Police are reminding the public that it is an offense to knowingly help anyone evade police. And if you're convicted, liable of a $5,000 fine, two years in prison, or both. An update now on a couple of incidents. A driver received a head injury in that three-vehicle collision Saturday at the Shedden Road Junction with Thomas Russell Way and North Sound Road in Georgetown. Police say the man was taken to the hospital, treated and released. An undisclosed number of other people received minor injuries, but after being assessed by a physician, were released. The matter is under investigation by the Traffic and Road Policing Unit. Anyone who saw the incident or who has any information is encouraged to call police at 649-6254. That is 649-6254. Police say they have now recovered the white Honda Fit involved in a hit and run in the BRAC on the 26th of December. Police say the vehicle was found on Saturday, December 30th at a commercial premises in the west end of the BRAC. The vehicle's owner hasn't been located. It is believed the owner is off-island at present. Police are encouraging that person to report to the Lyris Police Station or contact the Cayman BRAC Police Station at 948-0331. 
With 2024 comes a new three-year project to help continue government's goal of having a world-class civil service. We had our five-year strategic plan that was completed last year, and we lost about two years because of COVID. Having the plan really helped us to get through COVID by building the capacity within the civil service, improving our leadership, our resiliency, learning how to be flexible, adaptable, nimble. That really helped us support the government and the country. Deputy Governor the Honorable Franz Manderson told members of Parliament and Finance Committee the focus then turned to a refreshment of the strategy. We have gone out to our staff, to our customers, spoken to some of our elected leaders and said, where are the areas that we need to tackle? Look at the work that's been done and then how we can now update the plan and move it forward. He says that work has been completed and in 2024, the civil service is now embarking on a new three-year plan. With the majority of priority areas staying the same, leadership, good governance, communication and customer service. But Mr. Manderson said they have added an additional pillar, accountability. We should be accountable to ourselves. We should be accountable to the government. We should be accountable to our staff. We should be accountable to the public. A lot of feedback from staff, from our customers. That's one of the areas that we thought we needed to improve on. We've made in my opinion, see changes in that area, but we can always get better. The new plan was discussed during Finance Committee's approval of just under $2.3 million to fund the civil service workforce development over the next two years. The opposition asked the United People's Government to practice, quote, fiscal responsibility in 2024. They are spending more money than the country earns and paying for their projects with a staggering $120 million in new taxes and a half a billion dollars in new debt. A better approach is needed, especially with revenues of over a billion dollars annually going into government's coffers. In his New Year's message, the Honorable Roy McTaggart, leader of the opposition, says the government should prioritize measures that directly alleviate people's financial burdens, like temporarily removing the duty on fuel, temporarily freezing water authority rates, increasing stipends for the vulnerable, and providing, quote, appropriate cost of living increases for civil servants. Additionally, investments in crime reduction, fully addressing the housing crisis, and improving public transportation are all urgent priorities. Long-term plans to diversify the Cayman economy, take sensible action to adapt to climate change, and make plans to deal with the country's rapidly aging population are fundamental to our future prosperity and should be a priority. Mr. McTaggart says the opposition will challenge, quote, excessive, wasteful spending and reject a path marked by decline, division and debt. The full message can be found on the progressive opposition's Facebook page. School inspectors grant a satisfactory rating for the quality of education at a Cayman Brack Primary School, its third such rating since January 2019. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. Creek and Spot Bay Primary features two locations, one small community of Creek and the other two miles away in the coastal settlement of Spot Bay, and it caters to students between the ages of 3 and 11. The school was previously inspected in May 2021 and graded satisfactory, earning the same designation after a visit by the Office of Education Standards Inspectors in October 2023. The report says while the overall grade was satisfactory in areas such as attainment in the early years had improved, some key aspects such as behavior and attainment in English and math were, quote, not as strong as the previous inspection. 
Teaching and learning were judged as satisfactory in primary and good in the early years, whereas assessment was judged as satisfactory. The report says leadership and staff in the learning environment were judged as satisfactory. Links with parents in the community were excellent. Self-evaluation and strategic planning were judged to be weak, with the school, quote, not having effectively addressed some recommendations from a previous inspection, such as the need to raise student attainment. Creek and Spot Bay primary students' progress was judged as satisfactory in English, math, and science in primary. In early years, the report says kids made more rapid progress as they entered school. The report says progress in early years was judged as good in English, science, and satisfactory in math. Student civic and environmental understanding, the curriculum, and health and safety were judged as good. Support and guidance is satisfactory because, quote, assessment was not always used effectively to ensure tasks were sufficiently modified to engage the learning needs of all students. Students' behavior for learning was satisfactory in primary and good in early years. I'm Carsley Fuller. The full report is available online at oes.gov.ky. Birders may still have a chance to spot a flamingo that brightened up Malporta's Pond for New Year's. The National Trust says it came with the cold front, possibly from Cuba. The flamingo is expected to hang around for a few days, and over the New Year's holiday, the flamingo was on the eastern end of Malporta's Pond, most easily accessed by driving down the new subdivision road after Suncoast Road, right before the Northside Post Office. That is your local news. I'm April Cummings.